Ultra. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one... Yonic symbol at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. You're welcome. I'm Norman Mitchell. Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Heck yeah. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I, just, I couldn't think of the word. Uh, today we're talking about Minute 20, <laughs> which starts with Theoden finishing his line from yesterday. He says, uh, tonight we remember those... Who gave their blood to defend this country. And it ends with Aragorn bringing this. It's the same goblet that Théoden had uh, to his lips. Yes. He has brought it by Eowyn. Yes. But before we get to that. Yes. The first thing in this minute that strikes me is Aragorn's pause before he drinks. Yeah, what's up with that? I. Oh, wait. No, before we even do that. um, Is this. Oh, it's gambling. Yeah, gambling. We haven't seen gambling in a little while. No, we haven't. I mean, he was with the writing. He's party. very rambunctious about like to the victorious dead. No, he's not rambunctious. He um he looks angry. very sad. He he says it pretty loud. Yeah, well, he, he like that's what I mean. He says it like with gusto. Like it's there you go. He he lets His it. His re- boy Hama. Yeah, to Hama. That's really what he wants to say. Yeah. Um, OTP. Uh- <laughs> bro TP. OTP. Let me have this. How dare you? That's why we never. That's uh, we never see any gambling's kids. Yeah. See? Yeah. They were the they were both fathers to that boy whose name I is escapes me at this exact moment. Uh it starts with an H. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it it is it escapes me at the moment. Too many other things in my brain. Yes, this this pause that Aragorn does before he takes a drink. Yeah, what's up with that? I think that's supposed to be like a small bit of narrative foreshadowing for the paths of the dead. To hail the victorious dead? Because he's thinking about what his path is ahead of him because he's already worried about it. And it could, I, I think that maybe that's what that's supposed to be because Aragorn doesn't strike me as the kind of person that would be particularly plaintive in this moment about like what Theoden is talking about. Yeah, it seems like overly broody. Yeah, even for Aragorn. Like super emo. Yeah, like uh, I, I almost wonder, I think it might be supposed to be like a little bit of visual like planting the seeds of like stuff that Aragorn's going to deal or, with. Or do you think that he disagrees that like, yes, they were victorious, but like, it's a waste. I don't know. Even I don't think so, he considers Helm's really Deep a waste. Yeah. I don't think he considers Helm's Deep a waste. Otherwise he wouldn't have been so adamant of like convincing Theoden to ride out with him. Yeah, that's true. This is the hour where we draw swords together. Yeah. Ride out with me. I'm on a horse. <laughs> so I, I almost wonder I've kind of convinced myself that maybe that's the case, that it's it's seed planting in your movie. I think that's kind of a stretch. Because it could be left over from when they wanted to open this movie with the flashback. Or with the dream. Oh, yeah. With the dead people. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. No, it isn't, actually. It can't be. because, yeah, because this, this was this, filmed in pickups. Yeah, this, this entire sequence was shot in pickups. Uh, and it was shot in pickups originally with the intention of putting it right after Helm's Deep. So even then, I guess it could be a leftover from when they were considering when the grimness of Helm's Deep was closer to the scene. Yeah. So then it would be him, like, just thinking about, like, battle and, like... Yeah. 
yeah, this victory, it, like a. It just what's sticks the, out. What's the word? A Pyrrhic victory. Pyrrhic. Pyrrhic. Yeah, it's P Y. There's not a there's not okay. an H in between. Oh, yeah. Where it's like like a hollow victory. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I know that I mentioned anime already this week. Did we? Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, Pyrrhic victory. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Um, one of the things that I think of whenever I hear the term Pyrrhic victory uh, is the ending of Full Metal Alchemist that has to do with everyone other than Ned now. Like Brotherhood. Yeah. Oh. With uh, spoilers with spoilers for Brotherhood. Spo- I guess. Spoilers for Brotherhood. I guess because people get what they want, but not the way they want it. Uh, a lot of people. But uh, the way that uh, Ling, Scar, and Mustang all kind of end up is is in a lot of ways kind of a Pyrrhic victory for them. Dude, it's been a while since I've seen that. Especially Ling and Scar. Uh, I don't remember what happens to those guys. Oh. I remember what happens to Mustang, my boy. But like, well, for for Ling and Scar, it has to do with what it costs them to beat uh to beat Pride. Oh, all right. Um, no, I'll, not Pride. Wrath. I'll take Raph. your word for it. Yeah, yeah. It's just a thing. People who've seen it who. Might remember more clearly. Probably know what I'm talking about. Like the very, very end. Yeah, like right at the end. I don't remember what happens at the end. The like crazy fight with with That's with Raph. The end. That's like. It's pretty close. It's like five episodes in between that and the end. Yeah, but it's the end of those characters' arcs narratively. Oh. And then it's all okay. the stuff with all the wrapping up with that yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was like, I thought you meant the last episode. No, no, no. The the end of their arcs. Oh. Yeah. I mean. Without, like, spoiling too much, like, there's a big crazy fight. It costs people a lot. Yeah. Dude, that fight is so bloody. Oh, my God. But, like, that's one of the, that's one of those things that, like, narratively sticks with me as a Pyrrhic victory is out of all of them, especially Scar. Sure. Okay. Uh, But, yeah. So, this, yeah, this moment just sticks out we to me. Just, we should just do an anime podcast, I guess. Yeah. After this. It's just a lot of work to do another podcast. No, I said after this. Yeah, maybe. We'll talk about Not concurrently. We'll talk about Are you we'll crazy? Yeah. But this moment just sticks out because it feels like overly broody even for yeah, Aragorn. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. It feels out of place. Not just like in the scene, which it totally is intended to. Right. It, it calls attention to itself. Because, yeah. I mean, we're literally pushing it on his face. Yeah. And he's like center frame when he pauses. Yeah. And then he takes a drink. And then we move from that into the beginning of a drinking game. There's a lot of drinking happening in this yeah. minute. Yeah. It's like college. This drinking game is probably my favorite joke scene that made it back into the extended editions. Yeah. Just like flat out because well, where this goes is so good. We get the punchline next week. Yeah, it's got to it, it has to be next week. Yeah. yeah. It's not in Like 3 minutes from now. <laughs> After all the Aragorn AO and stuff, which I have thoughts. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, I like, I like, I, okay. And Amber is the one starting this. I dig Legolas's, like, formal wear, first yeah. of all. He's holding the mug like a wine glass. Yeah, like a fancy bitch. Yeah. Because he is. He's the fanciest. He's a prince. Dude, yeah, no, I love his outfit. He's like, so it's a drinking game. Yes, you dunce. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You don't hang out with the common you're, folk. You're pr- you don't hang out with your dad. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Can't tell me his dad hasn't just like no, he, drunk everyone he, in Mirkwood under the table a couple his times. His dad doesn't play games. <laughs> just He just drinks. Winner gets to be king. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. No pauses, no spills. And then Gimli 
wonderfully adds Being crass. no regurgitation. That's disgusting. Obviously. Obviously you like, lose if you throw up in the middle of your drinking game. Right behind Orlando Bloom in this scene mm-hmm. is uh, two people. The composer, Howard Shore. On the left. He's on the left. He's yeah. the slightly older looking guy with the, the chubbier cheeks and the grayer hair. And then next to him, between him and Orlando, is one of the dialogue editors. Uh, Michael Semenik? Yeah, Michael Semenik. Nice. So, there you go. We got a cameo from Howard Shore in this movie. Thanks for the music, my dude. Good job. We also get some lovely shots of some of the other detail work in Edoras, just yeah. incidentally in this scene. Like the top of the tapestry directly behind Theoden's throne. We've talked quite a lot about the um, architecture of Rohan, but I really like seeing the Great Hall again because it's so gosh darn pretty. Yeah, and this is in a lot more light than we've seen it in generally. It's not all dark. So it's nice to kind of get a, a close up, inc- even of incidentally. how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Because the last time we saw it, um, I mean, Theoden was decaying, so. Yeah. Like, even if it's... Even if none of it is focused on, it's all just like incidental to the scene. It's still cool to get all those detail shots. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is just Edoras. This is the, the the Great Hall, the Golden Hall, after it had been packed up in storage for three years. And they're just like, well, we saved it. So at least we can redo this. That's awesome. So they just like put the, the, the Great Hall set back together on like a studio and filmed this. Nice. So they got it all. They got it all good. And can then, you imagine? Like if they destroyed the set or something, yeah. And then they're like, I got. I, I think the set. it's been no. a little bit. It's been a little bit since I took notes about it, but I think Peter Jackson says it was like originally earmarked to maybe get to to get mothballed, and they they decided to save it and tuck it away, and That's they were really good. glad that they did. Oh my gosh, that makes me so sad. Like a bunch of artisans put so much work into this, and like. It probably doesn't exist anymore. It's not, pro- I mean, parts of it probably still do. Uh, but they just, there's no, you don't, you eventually run out of room to keep this yeah, stuff. I know, but it's so pretty. And I mean, a lot of it can probably be repurposed for other projects. Yeah. So. So pretty. Upcycling. But then we, we leave this drinking game scene. I like, the, I do actually really like the touch that Ammer is the one kind of instigating this. He's explaining the rules. He would totally be a frat boy. Are you kidding me? I mean, Whatever, it's Carl Urban. He, he does what he wants. <laughs> As Carl Urban pleases. Yes. Still a criminal underuse of Carl Urban throughout this entire yeah. movie. Like 20 minutes more, please. Just like At sprinkle least. them in. Oh my gosh. Just a just a hefty sprinkling of Carl Urban. What, like the, the, the salt guy meme? No, no, no. Like the, no, no, more like, uh, more like the waitress at Olive Garden who you'd never tell to stop. <laughs> with the You're cheese. The, the Parmesan cheese. Yeah. That's just Carl Urban all over my movie. <laughs> Say when. Okay. <laughs> Sir, we're two hours into the movie. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not done with Carl Urban yet. Uh. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. So then we move to this scene, the beginning of this scene with Eowyn and Aragorn. Yes. One of the quick things you get to see in the scene is a fairly close shot of the, the Ring of Bear here on Aragorn's hand. That's the one with the snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get a we get an even better look at it for Monday's minute, I believe. But you get a you get a nice close view of it in this scene with mm. them. So okay, I know that I I hope you guys are prepared for cup thoughts. Um, cup thoughts. So okay, this is a ceremonial goblet that belongs to her family, ostensibly. Yes. 
so when she gives it to Theoden, it's for like ceremonial purposes. Like he's the king of the hall. He's doing he's doing a toast. He's giving a toast. Yeah. And it's not just like doing a toast in general. Like to the victorious dead is probably not even just like a toast to the soldiers that died in this battle. It's probably like for all time yeah. in, in Rohan. Well, I mean, his son. Yeah. Um, like all the people that fell to Saruman's raids. Right. It's probably also like a little bit of that, like the trope of like Viking ancestor worship stuff. Yeah, no, totally. This is, this definitely has like a feast, like a, like a, like a funeral feast. Vibe. Yeah. Like, like Viking and Celtic stuff. Like, yeah. 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 Um, Which is keeping with, with Rohan's whole deal. Right. Vikings with horses. Yeah. So, okay. It plays that purpose. What, what purpose does it serve here? Because this sexy times. This yeah, I know. This is like this is like metaphor um sex almost. Like Yeah, this is uh, this is almost matrimonial. This is very um This is like like a marriage proposal. Yeah. Or or a or a marriage acceptance, like a ritual. Yeah. This happens to the doctor. <laughs> I forgot you watched that with me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a <laughs> We are uh, in um in the doctor. The first doctor. <laughs> in Long Way Around this season, we watched the Aztecs and he drinks some ceremonial hot chocolate um, with this elder woman. And she's just like, yeah, we're engaged now. And the doctor's like, what? We're married now. <laughs> no, they're engaged. Yeah, they're engaged. Yeah. yeah. Like this happens to the doctor. <laughs> so what hope does Aragorn have? The doctor is exceedingly more clever for sure. <laughs> he doesn't act like a broody bitch when people tell him to drink. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The doctor's just like, oh, it's a local custom. Excellent. So, I love hot chocolate. Um, same. Um, <laughs> I forgot it made Tying you, the dueling genre family I together. I forgot it made you watch that. <laughs> you didn't really make me. It was good. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's a very silly story. Seeing a, um, an, a stiff upper lip English man dressed like a jaguar warrior and fight an yeah. Aztec is quite a sight. Hell yeah. Ian's the man. <laughs> Vulcan okay. nerve pinches some dude. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, this this is like a marriage proposal. And Aragorn speaks Rohiric. We've heard him say a few words in Rohiric. Eowyn mm-hmm. greets him in Rohiric. Right. Um, what does she say? She says, be, be thou well. Be well, yeah. Before she gives him the cup. So she's quite a sultry look on her face. Yeah, for sure. Like, okay. She knows she knows what she wants. Girl's gonna we... get it. <laughs> Two hundred minutes in the movie, off screen. Um... Right. Then she meets Faramir, and she's no, just like, oh. About. Yeah, um, she meets Faramir. He's like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> so he um he accepts. We don't get to see like the full scene of his acceptance until Monday. Right, but he, like, takes the cup. And he doesn't break eye contact with her when he drinks right. out of it. This is, like... I like, bedroom eyes. This is, like, the sexiest drinking I've ever seen in my life. Right? Like, this is... Ostensibly, this cup, like, represents the royal line of Rohan. Exactly. So... And a cup is a very, like, we talked about earlier, like, a, a yonic, yonic yes. symbol. Um, it's as a opposed womb. to a phallic symbol. You know, we, yeah. everyone talks about those. So... Right? So, I just, Aragorn and Eowyn, like, I know that the scene with her, like, kind of confessing her love, um, got cut from Two Towers. But after that, 
where he like clearly well he doesn't explicitly reject her either he just kind of looks at her and is like this is awkward and then like turns around it's like uh retreat yeah so like this is like you confess yourself to your crush like in the hallway at high school yeah and oh then my God. do not <laughs> and then then they're just like uh and they shut their locker okay. and walk away yeah. <laughs> shut up norman that actually happened to me they just don't know what to say they just like finish putting their stuff in oh, their locker no, no they don't break they don't break eye contact they shut the locker like uh that happened to me see you tomorrow yeah <laughs> i told this guy i liked him and then he just like oh and then like walked away and i was like okay bye oh my god it was the worst why are you making me feel these things that's what Awen felt so because they love you i feel like <laughs> this scene is redundant in the face of that scene it's not, I don't even feel, I don't necessarily feel it's redundant. I feel like it's moving backwards narratively. Yeah. But at the same time, Aragorn doesn't think he's ever going to see Arwen again. Oh, boo-hoo. Is that why he's brooding? Maybe. I'm going to die. I might as well make out with this hot blonde. <laughs> like, I might as well make out with Miranda what? Otto. What? I mean, given the choice. Yeah, but fair. <laughs> uh, given, given, the, given the fair and equal opportunity... <laughs> To make out with Miranda Otto. I mean... How could you say no? All right. Fair. But at the same time, he, like... And it's not like she coerces him. He broke up with his elvish princess girlfriend. And he feels... She deserves better. Eowyn deserves better, okay? I'm slowly coming around to being an Eowyn stand. Because Aragorn is such a bitch right now. Yeah. 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 What is he doing? He's probably considering, like, what he sees as a realistic version of his current future. Like, yeah, okay, I'll... S- He's settling. <laughs> yeah. It's insulting. Yeah. It's insulting. Yeah. Yeah. And she's happy about it. We'll talk about it next week, but, like, Theoden's happy about it. He's like, oh, girl. Just <laughs> like... Nice. So when your, your sassy uncle is just like, yeah, you go. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I would not describe Theoden King as sassy. I don't know. I <laughs> it guess, can be. I guess in so- like to Saruman. It's it's in very much that upper crust English way. Ah, yes. It's a very dry sassiness. Like a cute. Like he's he's ready for the clap. He's ready with the clap back before you even finish speaking. <laughs> but he pauses. But like to add dramatic weight to it Jesus, when he gives it back to I, you. I don't know. I've always been like, why does he, like, clearly this is supposed to be some kind of metaphor for something. Right? We don't see her bring this cup over to Amor. Yeah, no. That's weird. But, like, yeah, that's my question. Like, what purpose does this cup serve? Because she, like, it's it's the ceremonial cup that Theoden drinks out of, and then she's, like, giving it to Aragorn? That's yeah, weird. Right? So, like, in that in that context, that's weird. Yeah. Maybe she's supposed to, like, go around and give everyone a like, little bit. All right. As, like... I'm not going to sludge shame, man. But not... not <laughs> but maybe it's not supposed to be, like, a... Like a... Not a sexual thing. But it, It's but, supposed to be, like, sharing of the same cup as the king. We're all on equal footing in the yeah, victory of battle. Yeah. But brought around by a handmaiden because that's just the that's thing. That's her job. Yeah. But like, the, that could um, be part of it. The the whole thing with Theoden next week... Yeah, where implies he, there's more to this. Right, where he like is congratulating yeah, her, he's basically, like, like nice catch. <laughs> he's fine, man. Yeah, you are a good woman. It's exactly. <laughs> a lot of thematic like crossover. He is good man. <laughs> oh my god! So, 
But like, yeah, I have more questions than like... A Eowyn is Aragorn's Ursula. Oof. Oof. I okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. <laughs> I just have a lot of questions. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot. I don't know if, like... Because I know that... I know it's in the book. The whole, like... Eowyn being in love with Aragorn. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But he just changed his mind halfway through writing it and was just like, nah, he winds up with the elven princess. He's like, he's like, ah, oh, this, this makes Aragorn come off as kind of a douchebag. <laughs> well, no, because he, he was like a total elf stan. Like, he referred to his um his wife as like Tanuviel, right? Yeah. Which is adorable. But like, I don't no, know. No, uh, she was um Luthien. Yeah. yeah. Their grave, their, their grave says Baron and Luthien. That's so cute. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, so cute. But like, okay. My pet name for you is the the so, elf woman that I wrote so, this epic about. So your your self insert OC is in a love triangle with these fictional women, and you're just like, nah, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. No triangle. Get away. <laughs> and I understand. Go, go marry the sad forgotten son. I know. No. He has his uses. They are bringing Eowyn happiness. <laughs> just, I thought you were going to say they were bringing it to Eowyn. <laughs> but, like, I understand it's in the source material, but just because it's in the source material doesn't necessarily mean that it contributes to the overall narrative. Yeah, yeah. It does. Which is an attitude that I've grown into looking at, like, adaptations of things. Yeah, it does. It does help drive some of the narrative in Rohan, for sure, because Eowyn's interactions with Aragorn help drive her forward to do what she does. Like, even if even though she is like ultimately rejected, like even that rejection like drives her forward in her narrative. But my, I guess my main question is, why is this still in the extended cut when we got like that very awkward scene between them in Two Towers? Maybe this is Eowyn trying to make good for the awkwardness. Oh, she's like, hey, sorry about that. You want some wine? Like, hey, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, my, yeah, no, he, he accepts it. I just uh, She's got bedroom eyes. He kind of does, too. I mean, yeah. He, got, he, he always does, but like... <laughs> It's 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 Vigo. Um, yeah, no, I have a lot of questions. Um, but it's clearly meant to be some kind of metaphor. Yeah, sexiness. Yeah, definitely. It can't not be. Yeah, there's no way. I don't think there's a beautiful woman offering a beautiful man a cup. A, a beautiful cup. cup. Yeah, dude. Beautiful cup. It's filled with wine. Probably red. It looked like it looked like it probably has red wine in it. Probably. Uh, just from the slightly above view, you see as she brings it to Theoden originally. Well, the lighting isn't that great either, so it could so be, it could like, be like any color liquid. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's ale. No, like what the dudes are drinking. I think it's some um, like rich no, it's in a goblet. Stuff. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't pour the pour the piss water in a goblet. <laughs> you don't put PBR in this brass <laughs> goblet. You kidding me? <laughs> That's what Richard Taylor did. <laughs> he just like cracked open a no, cracked has... open a beer and dumped it in there. There you go. Richard Taylor strikes me as a wine drinker, just from his voice and his demeanor. Enjoys a nice Merlot. Sure, yeah. New Zealand's a big wine country. Yeah. Wine and sheep. Yep. And Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's the full New Zealand experience. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Cup questions. <laughs> we have them. Is that, is that the name of the episode? Probably. <laughs> I think it is. Everyone's drinking in this. I see you, P. <laughs> we start off with a drink. We go. To, we transition to a drinking contest. We finish with a drink. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and we're not done with the drinking in this scene yet. No. I just think the next part of this informs this. So yes, definitely. I just have many questions. We'll come back to those. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll come right back to this on Monday. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today and all week. We're from the website DuelingGenre.com. Check out the other podcasts on there. And if Movies by Minutes in general is your thing, go to MoviesByMinutes.com and see a nearly complete list of all the currently running and completed Movies by Minutes yeah, podcasts. We talked about Alien and Spider-Man and like a bunch of other stuff. AirPods. Star Wars this week. <laughs> the, the Photoshop. Yep. All that stuff. Go check them out. We'll be back on Monday to talk about Minute 21 and more about Vigo's Bedroom Eyes. <laughs> Hope everyone has hungry. <laughs> I can feel between you and me. Oh my god! Bye. Bye.